You are listening to the Designated Driver Podcast. I'm your sober host, Emily, and in this episode, Mason, Curtis, Big John, and I had the great pleasure of getting to sit down with Nick and Dee from TinCan.media and talk about how perceptions change over time. This is a longer episode than what we usually have, so I won't keep you. I assure you, if you stick it out till the end, you won't be disappointed. So, pour yourself a cold one and enjoy a stroll with us down memory lane. A is for alcohol, and B is for the blood you stole, and C is for the church I built for you. I worship you all over town, and I finally set my temple down, and you swooped in and desecrated it all. going to go around the table. We have some special guests with us. You've heard them talk a little bit. So we're going to start here with Big John. What are you drinking? Tequila Rose and uh, <laughs> lemonade. It, I'm probably just going to switch to What brand? Tequila. What brand? What brand? Yeah. Quick, quick. Uh, Hawaiian Punch. There you go. Yeah, sponsor Probably us Probably just going to swap to the Tequila Rose after I finish this one. Is it not good? See, I don't... No, it's, he, not, it's not that it's not good. It's just kind of weird. What happened was, is he started pouring the lemonade into the Tequila Rose, and it hit me that Tequila Rose has milk in it. Cream. Cream, yes. And, and I was the, like... The, the cream started separating, and it's just kind of weird. Yeah. That's what I did that before with tea. Yeah. I had yeah, milk you. in my tea and I was like, oh, I want to put some lemon too. Yeah, not a good idea. No, that's a bad idea. Don't ever put lemon in milk-based things if you didn't already yeah. know. No. That's how you make imitation buttermilk. There is such a thing? So you're basically yes. drinking oh. strawberry buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's alcoholic. It's another band what? name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> band name? Strawberry buttermilk. I'll do it. All right, so Curtis. My mission to you is to come up with 10 band names during this podcast organically. He will do it. He will do it. I'm counting. Challenge accepted. Look, my my MC organic lead. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Curtis. Continue. Continue, boys. Number two. Huh? Shit. Hi, Curtis. What are you drinking? Oh, not yet, Emily. And um, (laughs) I'm drinking. Well, I'm about to drink as soon as I take the. uh, What's it called off? Henry's hard soda with made with cane sugar Ooh. contains alcohol. No They're shit. not good. <laughs> well, Wait, I'm about to find you're out. Drinking? This isn't a straight edge podcast. <laughs> no, hell no, serrated edge podcast. Serrated edge podcast. Is that a good podcast? Band? There we go. <laughs> hey, that's band name number three. <laughs> Where's Big Bird? I need to count or Big Bird or some fucking Sesame Street character here. Keep track of this. The little visor. Sesame Street buns. Yeah. Yeah, you lost me. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, I've, I've had the Henry's before. It's not great. Sounds like Jones Soda, but alcoholic. Yeah. That's what it, I'm hoping. Yeah. It, it's not good. I like the grape. And then the Jones Soda's great. Like, I like I love Jones Soda. Oh, I'll drink it. What's the verdict? Yeah, is it me? Uh... Like, let's leave the thumb right there in the middle. So, meh. It's not a fucking video, Curtis. Meh. Huh? <laughs> so, meh. Well, he described yeah. it. Yeah. That works. That, I described yeah. it. For yeah. those of you who can't see my thumb. <laughs> it's very, um, what is it? Sideways. It's Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator. Yeah. Meh. It's like, I'm not, yeah. Another Gladiator reference, hell yeah. I mean, hey, you won the Oscar. Yeah. Great. All right. Great. 
So Mason. Yo, what up? What, what are you opening there? I'm opening a Dodfish Head 60 Minute IPA that contains alcohol. That's and I failed so horribly at trying to open this fucking thing. AKA, hipster drink. <laughs> it took him 60 AKA, minutes to open it. <laughs> it took me 60 minutes to open a beer. And also a Coke from uh, Chick fil A, because fuck it, why not? Sponsor us, Chick fil A! Chick fil A. America's <laughs> best chicken restaurant. I don't want to be sponsored yeah, by Yeah, Popeyes. Popeyes lemonade. Popeyes. Oh, sponsor us, Popeyes. That's better. Popeyes chicken is the shiznits. Yeah. They're better. Anyway. Don't copyright me, Adam Sandler. Even though people think that uh, some people think that their uh, commercials are racist. What? Yeah. They're accurate. Yeah, they are accurate. But uh, no, I. Popeyes? Yeah, yeah, I've been to New Orleans. They're pretty. She she seems like she's from New Orleans. Love that chick from Popeyes. <laughs> so we went to New Orleans, and she had never been to a Popeyes. So the first time they're she ate Popeyes was, was in, in the New Orleans. Yes. They're everywhere. That's amazing. Yeah, Actually, it was sad. I went once five years Potato, potato, I guess. How is going to a Popeye sad? Going to having your first Popeye experience in New Orleans and foregoing all the other great cuisine oh, yeah. in New Orleans to go to Popeye's? Because I've been bugging her for years. you got to go to Popeye's. I love Popeye's. Good. Please tell me I went to Cafe Du Monde. Oh, psh, yes. Thank yes. you. Best beignets in the yeah, yes. world. God damn it. I love them. Their coffee I love New is available at Whole Foods. We're going to die there. Really? The chicory coffee? Yeah. Really? Oh, shit. Don't use it in a regular coffee maker. It explodes. New so, New guys, I've been doing my job horribly. I was supposed to ask y'all something about your week, so let's just circle back around here. John, what'd you do this week? Slept. A lot. You feel good? Kind of. Cool. <laughs> He has to sleep a lot during the week, so that way he can go to bed at 7 o'clock in the morning at our house and get up at, like, 5 the next day. Yeah. Nice. True. That's how he... No, I, I, did. I didn't go to sleep till like, 5.30 this morning. Ooh. And slept until, like, 3 this afternoon. At least you didn't have to be at work. That's true. And Curtis, what you been up to this week? Dragging both of my butt cheeks on the ground. Wait, what? Both of them. Like, the white one and the black one. Jesus tap dancing Christ. Jesus tap dancing Christ. What was the hell did you just say? I'm that actually reminds me of a video I saw. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa. There's a, no, there's this woman I saw that has this crazy ass skin tone where like uh, it's it's literally like parts of her are black and parts of her are white. Oh, she has like vitiligo or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. some weird... Uh, skin disease like that, yeah, but uh, the the weirdest part was right around her mouth was white. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. yeah, just like the beginning or the end of the video. Both. I remember this uh, this one lady. Uh, I used to work at a Kroger, and this lady would come in. She had vitiligo bad. Like she looked like a marble countertop. Like oh, wow. she was. Yeah, she had it bad. And I only said, and I only brought that up just to say marble countertop. So, <laughs> band name, band name, Marble Countertop. <laughs> there we go. That's oh, four. That's four. Helper monkeys. I don't know if that says more about you or him. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Back he wants a monkey. I keep telling him no. What about magic? So we're getting our dog registered as a Mahedra, emotional Mahedra support yes. animal, so we can take him to Kennywood Amusement Park when we go on the road in yes. September. All right. Yes. And I keep telling her, if you're going to get our dog Squirrel certified, then I have to get a fucking helper monkey. No. And she won't let they me. They throw their shit. 
Like, so capuchin monkeys tend to get aggressive as they get older. Yeah. So even like Once again, half my family, (laughs) even um, (laughs) if they have a single owner and they're trained really, really well, they can like attack them and shit. And I'm not cleaning up shit after a monkey. I worked in a nursing home for four years. I'm not cleaning up. So you can have an emotional support. What what do I get? A fucking pet rock? You can have a cat. Get a puma. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get a puma? She said a cat. She didn't say what kind of cat. No, no puma. I like where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Or a lynx. This is coming from the same guy who told me, well, Alan told me I couldn't have a dog or a puppy or whatever. and, And John said, get an otter pup. Yeah, I told, say no. I told Alan, I'm like, tell her she can get an otter. Pu- uh, an otter. It's the a baby, water dog. The otters, uh, literally, otter uh, babies are called puppies. There you go. You can have a goat. Do I've never it. Done that. Not inside. Uh, uh, Mason, teach, not it to, yeah. teach it to teach Frisbee this time. Hey, yo, teach it to Frisbee. I'm a failure at that. <laughs> like a complete fucking failure. <laughs> oh, there, my God. There's still time. I'm going to teach you how to play Frisbee, dude. No, no, Me he's too. trying to teach the goat I how to play Frisbee. I used to have a goat that lived in my closet at the beach. And then my okay, stupid okay. adult. <laughs> okay, okay, just okay, just stop. A goat in the closet. Yeah. And we had the closet filled with hay, and Pat was like, "Oh, it's like a little manger." You, this is, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Just not by for goat disgusting purposes. In, not for disgusting purposes. Yeah, in closet. So I lived in a condo on a beach in Virginia Beach. The goat couldn't accept it. And we got in the closet. We got a coat. Because I was going to train the goat to play frisbee. Yeah. I thought it would be a good wingman. Like, I'd take the fucking goat for a walk in the field. <laughs> and girls would be like, oh, look at the goat. He was a terrible wingman. You throw a frisbee at him and hit him in the face. He wouldn't do anything. Look at the goat. <laughs> look at the goat. It's just chilling. And I was telling this story earlier. I hate That's telling it again. goat, man. <laughs> look, look. So my roommate, my roommate who worked graveyard shift, put the goat on the balcony because he wanted to go out. Like, falls asleep. And I come home from work. At the time, I was working as an optician over at Pearl Vision. I get off the bus. I wasn't driving yet. And the fire department is there. <laughs> and they're rescuing the fucking goat off my balcony along with the SPCA. And the SPCA took the fucking goat away. And it was this big fucking mess. Wow. But yes, for about a month and a half, I had a goat living in my closet. And he was a terrible wingman. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> just to do a PSA here, fellas, never get a goat as a wingman. What, That's the takeaway. What if Sarah McLaughlin was there? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. We're about to save this goat. Please yeah. stop assholes. Please stop <laughs> assholes from buying goats to pick yes. up women. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, Emily, as you were saying, the chicks who stare at goats. Not gonna lie though. <laughs> A goat on a leash isn't as weird as, like, a cat on a leash. That's true. Isn't that I mean, you are not wrong. You're not wrong. He was, yeah. was free no. range. What kind of fucking animal do you think I am? He was the one who was talking about putting it on a leash. I'd never put a goat on a leash. What about I a teacher frisbee? I'd have it pick up women for me. There you go. <laughs> so you would take enough. this goat to bars? No, no they just walking on the beach. I figured girls would come up and be like, oh my god, you got a goat. I'd be Can like, watch this. And he would jump off like Lassie and catch a frisbee. You'd have a like better time having AGT. a chicken as a wingman. Well, Literally. and a lot of beach bars do have walk-up service. Actually, yeah, it is true. Expectations versus reality. Trust me, the, the fantasy I played out of my head <laughs> totally conflicted with the sad reality of this goat just shitting all over my apartment. And not knowing what really a frisbee to was, the not having any fucking contacts on what a frisbee is. So it's just a goat. It was another stupid, saucy idea out of my demented head that didn't pan out. Well, that, I mean, if you didn't get I mean, to well, it long enough and it didn't pan out, you could have just eaten the goat. 
The SPCA took them away. I couldn't do anything. That's why I said if. <laughs> then you eat the ASPCA. <laughs> I mean, all y'all trying to get my dope back. All of y'all. I want you back, though. And the sad thing is, you know his name was? What? Gabriel. Oh, oh, Gabriel, Gabriel the goat. The goat. <laughs> sad day. Rip. Rip. Mason. Yes. What do you got to top that? <laughs> not, a, not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I can't fucking top that. Did you have a pantry with a nigga closet? No. A Tell me what you did this week then. I did absolutely fucking nothing except stress my ass out. I'm trying to find a job. Hire me, please. I'm desperate. Nobody listening to this podcast is going to hire me. Don't put this on your resume. Don't put this on your LinkedIn. This is not the first time he said that on this podcast, and every time we have to tell him. Nobody's going to hire you from listening to this podcast. No one listening to this podcast is going to be like, seems like a good guy. I'm going to hire him. Yeah. (laughs) Of all the shit we say. Of all the people you want to hire you, they don't listen to this podcast. Yes. I know, right? We probably have. You should start taking it in with you. Do it. Don't even talk. Listeners. Just press play. Yeah, press You're like, play. you want to know what I'm all about, motherfucker? Just, just take it a Bluetooth speaker, set it down. Yeah, just yeah. put it on, but just, this is me. And just turn it off and walk out. Just Look, there's my interview. There right, there. right there, right there is the interview. Okay. <laughs> you have any special skills? Play it. out. It's Call a tomorrow. It's a group interview. <laughs> this has gone on for so long, and there are two people here who have not been on the show before, and you've been hearing their voices. And maybe or maybe not knowing their names from context. So, we will start with you, D. Yay! Hi! Oh, we get the D. Hi! <laughs> yes. Now, what are you drinking? I I am I am a driver. So I am just drinking... Respect. Ultraviolet Monster, because Monster is the best, and it's purple, and it's got a groovy can, and, you know, it tastes good. It's pretty good. So, uh, with you being new here... Hold I on, like i got to go to bed in 26 minutes, oh, and we're sh- still doing the introductions. Shush your mouth. Don't listen to him. This is like right. <laughs> yeah. Good year. So, um, since you're new on the show, every time we have someone new, I always ask, what, what is something about you that, if you're introducing yourself to people, you would want them to know? Oh, my gosh. Um... Other than I work with uh, pregnant and new mommies and help them try to be the best mommies they can be, and it's a really, really cool job, and nonprofit work is the best ever, because I get to play with little kids all day. Um, I'm auditioning for this season of America's Got Talent again. I auditioned last year, and once I saw pictures, I realized that my shirt was a little too Dolly Parton-ish. So that's probably why they didn't pick me, um, but that's okay. I'm going to audition again this year. They're going to be in Knoxville on November 15th. Yes. And, Ooh, where, 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 where? Um, I think at the Knoxville, um, at the Expo Center. I'm there. Maybe? Yeah. You can do I that thing I... where you remove your pinky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do I do it? <laughs> how do I take my finger off, y'all? <laughs> I am very curious to know what they're audition process is like because like and you okay, always see what's on in the team. line for four hours you get in front of some assholes you do your thing and they say no well they don't even tell you no really they just, no. thank you you just do your thing you walk away and then three weeks later they send you an email that says thank you but no thank you no they don't even do that wow what? yeah they um so you go in line 
And so they had, we did uh, Savannah this year. So they had us all run up to the registration desks like a hundred times already in your, you know, your outfit for the day. So I'm in these nifty heels that I broke and, you know, Nick's acting like a crazy person. Um, and we have to do this run like 20, I don't know, 20, 25 times. So we're exhausted already. It's hot. It's a real test of endurance. And that's not even before going in front of any judge type people. And none of the celebrity judges are there. Um, you wait, you wait, you wait. They move you to a different place. You wait, you wait, you wait. They move you to another place. You wait, you wait, you wait. And then they move you to another place away from everybody you came with. And you wait for another couple of hours um, until you go in with a group of about 10 people in front of a producer with a camera and a camera person. And you go up in front of them. You do your thing. I sing, so it's completely a cappella. And then everybody else does their thing in your group and you leave. And when the show starts, if you haven't gotten an email by then, you know they didn't pick you. That sucks. Like, yeah. we're coming to Knoxville in November. Yeah, so I'm auditioning again this year. Yeah. And what song did you do last year? Last time I did Four Non Blondes, What's Up? Because that is my signature song. That's some good stuff. This year, I'm thinking about doing Queen, Somebody to Love. Do it. You gotta do, do some it. Honey Honey. It's cool. Honey Honey, honey is great, too, but it's Queen. It is Queen. It is and that Freddie Mercury movie is coming out soon. Yes. Yep. So that would be November, November 18th, I think. Something like that. Which would be Somewhere perfect around. for that time frame. Yep, yep. So with V, we know that she enjoys working with children and she it's loves to sing. Mm -hmm. Early November. She is also over at Tin Can Media. Ooh. Yes. And we will talk more about that here in a little bit. Yes, because yes. Because you all should go check that out. Do it. And now for Nick, what are you drinking? I am drinking Rolling Rock. Weird factoid about my OCD self. I don't like beer. I like being drunk, but I don't like the taste <laughs> of alcohol. So, I, But I do like green bottles. So I drink Rolling Rock, Heineken, Molson. Anything I can get my hands on in a green bottle, I enjoy. Huh. But I, So I enjoy the process. don't like the taste. You should try Lucky Buddha. It well, comes in a green favorite. bottle that's shaped like Cheers a Buddha. Oh. Yeah, I've actually been wanting to try that sometime. It looked fun. It's it good. just tastes like beer, but it's cool because it comes in a green bottle shaped like a Buddha. Yeah, yeah I was okay. like, when I was up when I was up at ETSU, they had a bunch of those. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back on you like cheese can. I mean, if it's see. gotta suck, I mean, I love the bottle. It looks like a racehorse, like like <laughs> sea fucking biscuit or something's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know Rolling Rock. Wow. It's not my favorite, but I know Rolling. Yeah, Rock. when you said Rolling Rock is what you drink, I I was like. I've never heard of that hey, you before. You act like I wanted you to mix some fucking exotic mixed drink from the top of the Tasmanian mountains or something. <laughs> Wait, what? And I was like, Rolling Rock is a totally average everyday But you're like, oh, I don't know if I could find it. Well, no. Like, okay, so... I, I might have to get a Sherpa and search look. out the darkest regions. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I overthink everything. Same. And I was like, huh, oh, I think you just I had never have to go seen it at the store before. To, Dude, I so overthink city. everything. I was like, okay, how many curls do I need in the front of my hair when I go out for my audition? Seven. Like, how many hairpins do I need to keep my, like, hair... Yeah. I, yeah. But no more I than ten. But no more than ten. Nick, right there. Like, no more than with 10. D, there you go. When we introduce new people on the show, we'd like we'll to exactly get to know you a little albums. bit. So when meeting a new person um, or just introducing yourself, uh, what do you want people to know about you? What's your elevator pitch? I'm Nick Katsouris. Nick the saucy one Katsouris. 
I've had a bizarre life of punk rock and decadence. I now own Tin Can Dot Media, and I talk to all kinds of cool people and go on all kinds of cool adventures. And I just got back from peeing because my prostate is like one of those old <laughs> fermental potatoes oh that you use to transmit their fucking radio out of. Oh like my God. Still not the worst thing we've talked about. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the worst thing I think it's important. About. Also, yes. not the worst thing we've talked because about. Because we're talking about, I don't even know who the oldest person is. How old are you, Curtis? I'm a quarter century with cheese, man. 25, right? Oh, yeah. So this is something I was thinking about today when gathering my thoughts for this like episode. I'm 47, <laughs> right? Me too. Try to wrap your brain around this, right? <laughs> you're 25. Yeah. You got 20 years of memory. You can remember when you were like five years old, right? No, oh, I've slept and smoked a lot since then. <laughs> <laughs> remember, That's what I was saying. Right? I you can remember when you're 23 I, years old. Right? Oh, yeah, dude, 23 years old. Yeah. Dr. Pepper, baby. <laughs> so you've got like 20 years of a frame of reference of life. So yeah. if you live to be 85... You don't know what the fuck 60 years is. That's an abstraction to you. You you understand what 60 years is? Like, I understand what walking on the fucking moon is. I get it, but I don't know what it is. I'm 47. I have 40 years of memory. If I live to be 87, all I have to do is do everything I did since I can remember, and I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Like, I have that context, and it's so weird to be in this place where you're 47 and go, Dennis, like, all the shit I did from seven years old to now? But you don't have to go through puberty again, so that's got to be worth something. I'm going through my second adolescence, I think. But you haven't yourself yet. Fifth band name, second adolescence. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll try to imagine, what happens when I'm 67? And I'm like, damn, dude, I just have to remember 20 years ago. Well, Well, you're going to write your Corvette. Yeah, you're going to write your Corvette. I've already told all my friends when I turn 80, I want to have an acid party in a cabin in the woods. Yeah! 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 it out alive. Because I have to wait a couple of days, and, and then sure he's alive. yeah, and I have to exactly. I have to go like two or three days later after the party is over and see. Okay, that one's alive. Let's take it. That one's no. That one's that one's gotta go. Comatose. Um, but just imagine a bunch you know. of eighty-year-olds like tripping, like roll fucking rolling. Like, I'm still like, saying we need to do peyote. Dude, I'm down with peyote, dude. I'm peyote down. and some salvia. All not the at the same things. time, but still. No. Yeah. All the things. It's all the things. All the things. All the things. Yeah, yeah I want to do all the things. There's some pretty miserable shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Most some... of the cool... All the Look, cool things. I tried PCP in 87, and I'm still fucked Okay, up. all the natural things. <laughs> meth no. is terrible. Don't do All meth. the things that come from never the ground. Don't. 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 No. Mm-hmm. All the things that come from the ground are great. Everything else, no. Well, when I was young, they used to have a thing called Sherman Sticks. Dippers. And they would take a cigarette and put it in PCP, and you would smoke it. And I've tried PCP twice, and both times were more horrible than the time. Like, PCP is the worst fucking drug in the world. Do what? they even make that anymore? I don't what? know. What? I don't I'm, I'm sure or they, they called it Love Boat. I forgot about that. They used to call it the Love what Boat. What is it like being on PCP? I'm curious. I'm it's so- like... Being, the things you learn listening to this podcast. Yeah. Your whole body is enough. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just imagining, like, doing... Yeah, it's like if somebody it. shot you off your whole body with Novocaine, that feeling. Oh god, it's a horrible high. Oh dude. god, no. Now a good high is like ecstasy. That's a good high, and you're like, Hello, yeah, I'm yeah, but Hello. yeah, but that PCP is a awesome. fucking horrible high. I don't know why people do drugs like that. I, I had a buddy who did PCP all the time, and I, I, I don't under, I don't understand the people. Same thing with the ecstasy thing, man. I would take like one pill, be cool, be chill. I had friends that would take like seven of them. 
What the and fuck? And her eyes would roll back in her head like fucking rollerblades. I'd be like, hey, Paco, you cool? <laughs> and, and just for reference, you can't, you can't right just for reference, uh, yeah. for those of you who can't see him, he's miming somebody basically. I just said like Donald Trump did about the reporter. Yeah, I just one of but like you know, with his tongue sticking out and yep. frozen and drooling. Yep. I wish I could see that. Oh, that was so fucked up. He lived. I lived on Third Bay. He lived on Fourteenth Bay. My punk band, even Steven, used to have this blow-up doll named Sally Smutchka. <laughs> That's a perfect name for a blow-up doll, dude. Because my half-brother, who was like this degenerate, my mom had an affair on my dad with a neighborhood crackhead, Alan Smutchko. <laughs> and they had my brother, Stevie Smutchko. Right? So I named the doll Sally. And he was like the neighborhood crackhead. So I named the dolls, the, the blow-up doll Sally Smutchko. And we would, even Steven would take her on. He, she, he, she was our mascot. So I go over, so I walk down the beach, right? From, from fucking Third Bay to 14th Bay. Paco had taken like seven hits of fucking ecstasy that night. I knocked on the door and I laid on the ground, but I put Sally Smutchko up at the door, right? And he had one of those half screen doors. I knocked on the door and, you know, takes a couple knocks because he's a... He's like a he's fucking, fucking human. You know what? He's fucking done. He's done. He comes to the door and I can hear him and I'm like, hey, Paco, what's up? You gonna let me in? And, dude, I wish I could have saw his expression. All I heard was like, it, it was like whale tones. Like, so was. Like, whale tones. He was like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I have to meet this guy now. Do seven fucking hits of ecstasy, motherfucker. Oh I'm on one, and if the cops come and interrogate me, I'll be like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, I'm totally in control of my faculties. You're talking to a fucking girl. Like, it's Do you understand no, no, the difference not between even talking? He's just like, yeah. noise at me. Uh, like, I'm over here, cool. You're going to be melting into the floor. Like, just, just the whole time, he's just like, uh. So I just like, she understands me. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the fucking hamster on the wheel. Like, kind of yeah, he's out. in there going like, uh. <laughs> like is this blow? Is he's on Will? ecstasy too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the hamster's sitting in an armchair reading a newspaper. <laughs> Everything in this cat. Trying to figure this out. Everything in this cat is thinking. Is Sally a real girl? I convinced myself as a blow-up doll. Like, I, just like, love, I just love that a blow-up doll has the word smudge in her last name. <laughs> I have all, dude, back in the my, back in the MySpace days, when you could put pages up for anything, we had a, a fucking Saucy Acres Fire Department page. Nice. I had a page for Sally Smutchko, right? <laughs> That's even better. That's great. And people would write me. Love letters. Oh I, I swear to God, dude, I'm not lying. Oh Dudes would write fucking love letters to this blow up doll. Be like, Dear Sally, my deepest um, love and conditioning towards you, I Ooh. felt a real connection when I read your profile, and I believe the two of us could connect on a human level. And I'm thinking, I don't understand. This is a fucking glow-up doll. What is this? Like, dude? you're just fucking dude, some dude's hot breath. Like, <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm going to see you from here, Stephanie. <laughs> Oh my god. Somebody on MySpace used to have a bum fight page, right? <laughs> Number six, bum fight page. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
So bum fight page writes me. It's like Sally, you whore, you love me. So 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 me and bum fight page get into like this East Coast West Coast rapper thing, right? And I fucking like, dude, we had a kid Wilson the volleyball together. This is why MySpace was awesome. I was like, Bumfight, you need to start paying child support to fucking Wilson. For that night we had in that back alley fucking smoking crack in our refrigerator box, motherfucker. And like, it was this ongoing thing for like six weeks of me and the Bumfight page having this war about who was going to pay child support for Wilson the volleyball, the illegitimate child of a fucking blow-up doll. And what type of drugs you gotta need to come up with that shit? And this is what the early 2000s was oh like. God. <laughs> I was like seven, eight. This was, was the tough. inception of the internet. This oh is what was God. going on at the beginning. This Fuck Al Gore. This is what was going on at the beginning of the internet. This yeah. Al Gore could have so never fucking fun fun had foresight. Yeah. This is oh, it is. The I mean, golden Gore. age. <laughs> this is the golden age of the internet. Yeah. From like 2000. No gatekeepers. Like, yeah. Probably 2000, like, what, six, seven? Ever since YouTube changed its logo, the internet hasn't been the same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Dude, we were banned on YouTube in 201 countries, and there's only 198 countries. (laughs) They made up three countries. (laughs) We were banned. This is no lie, dude. We were banned in the South Sandwich Islands. South Sandwich? (laughs) And we were banned in the fucking Indian Ocean territories. I'm like... Fucking pirates can't listen to us. <laughs> this is so fucked up. And they sent me this long list, but they would never tell us why. They didn't yeah. did fucking due diligence, tried to figure oh out why. God. And they kept sending her all these like fucking term they, agreements and stuff for YouTube. Kept sending her yeah. like those uh. agreements, the term agreements and stuff. And that, boys and, and girls, is why you can only listen on tincan.media and yeah. not on YouTube. Yeah, we just started our own network. There you go. I do not blame you for that because you probably get more ad traffic that way anyway. And they just took Alex Jones off the air two years after us and we were just fucking interviewing people. Yeah, we were just dicking around. And they never told us why they banned us, but they were like, here's a list of 201 countries that you cannot broadcast anymore on. And I was like, South Sandwich Island. Screw the FCC. We got this. Am I being called? Let me be. Let me be. I have a whole story about uh, the FCC, but that... But that is for a later date. The OCC? FCC. Okay. <laughs> Fuck the FCC. What was your question again? You already answered it. I kind of went off on a fucking tangent. That was the best tangent. That Sine, cosine, and tangent. That was awesome. So, <laughs> that was ladies here. and gentlemen, God, damn. I have here with me, I'm Emily, your sober host. I have here with me once upon a time, are we wine. still on the intro? Yeah. Whenever we get, is this episode yeah. going to like four in the morning? I don't yeah. understand. This, right. this is an intro. The yeah. whole thing is, is, is this episode only an intro? Is that your yes. show? Yes. 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 We're only an intro show. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. 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 A lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Didn't we record for an hour once? Yes. Before we got to the top. Potato prostate yeah. has to pee. Was that, wait, Potato prostate. Hang on. Wasn't Number that seven. also the episode where Alan Number slapped Tucker with the spoon? Yes. Don't. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not drinking until the toast, though. But I'm just letting you know what I'm drinking. It's this once upon a vine, a charming pin Pinot. A charming pin. <laughs> a charming. Number eight. Sorry. Number eight, charming Peen. <laughs> uh, you got two more left. Punch oh, your phone she, in. she coined band name number eight, charming Peen. Oh, you can't get no help. It was good. It was good. Have you seen that movie? 
topic tonight, y'all. Book it, Charming Pink, number eight. Um, <laughs> basically is the way perception changes about <clears throat> things over time. So in other words, things that were acceptable back then that aren't acceptable now and vice versa. So what I would like to do first, um, I want y'all to think about something in that realm <coughs> and just briefly just say what comes to mind when you think of changing perceptions over time. I'm going to start with our special guest so y'all have time to think. So uh, we'll start I got with one. Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember these books, but I definitely remember Little Miss and Mr. Men. Oh, God, this is terrible. Oh, it's great. Little Miss and Mr. Men are all these, like, little round people with, like, these big feet and little arms. And there was different ones for each one. There was Little Miss Sunshine and Little Miss uh, Grumpy and Little Mr. I don't remember. Blockhead. Yeah, Little Mr. (laughs) Blockhead. Okay, so... I recently came across these books again the other day, and there's this uh, one called Mr. Tickle. Mr. Tickle. <laughs> and I distinctly remember as a child thinking that Mr. Tickle was funny. Was it put out by the Catholic Church? No. And entertaining, etc. Because there's up. tons of these books. There's Fuck like... It, it, it's a fucked up podcast. There's yes. probably at least a hundred of these books between Little Miss and Mr. Man. There's probably at least a hundred of these little books. And so I started looking through the Mr. Tickle book, and I realized, this guy's a fucking creep. Like, he just goes around and, like, busts up into people's houses and, like, reaches into classrooms also and just randomly... Also, a rectangle. Don't ever trust a, a fucking rectangle. He just, I'm, like, reaches in and starts tickling people. But what was your like, first clue, Mr. Tickle? That's fucking creepy, fuck? dude. I mean, that's like the Kool-Aid man. Do you know how many times they could bust him for breaking and entering and destruction of property? Dude, right? so much drywall because of him. So that was part of my childhood that just like went the way of Bill Cosby. <laughs> 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 this don't be a tangled motherfucker. I'm sorry, I, maybe I'm a fucking bigot. I have a problem. Maybe <laughs> you're just a long square. Squares are cool. I dig squares. Right. It's, it's like all about how the court them. system works. There you go. All right, well, Nick, what comes to your mind? All right, so you sent me an email, and you're like, hey, man, we're like, I don't want any heavy political stuff because I'm a political animal by nature. And um, you're like, well, we could just do something like water is wet. And I know that wasn't exactly what <laughs> oh you were going for, but I was like, hey, man, why don't we do something since I am the most seasoned person in the room? Why don't we do something about how perceptions have changed and cultures and political correctness and all that has changed since I was a kid? And one of the things I remember when I was a kid watching, and these are a little bit before my time, but they were in reruns every fucking morning when I was little, was I Love Lucy, The Honeymooners. Mm-hmm. And in those shows, they're like fucking chain smoking and joking about beating their wives and shit. Yeah. Yep. But they, when they showed a bedroom, they have single beds. They can't sleep in the same bed. That's like a no-no. Dead like angel. it's like, oh my God, husband and wife sleeps in the same bed. Like that's taboo. But they're fucking like having martini lunches and beating their wives, and that's okay. <laughs> and it's the exact opposite now. And you would not believe how many things I've seen over the course of my life. And I'm from the punk world, dude. I remember when I used to write punk songs, and they would be like, how dare you say anything negative about the government, commie? Get out of this country. And yeah. now it's like the Tea Party would fucking sing my songs. It, like Everything has gone upside down from where it was when I was a kid. 
And it's just crazy. Like, when I was growing up, you could smoke in school. Like, you could go out in a yeah. fucking courtyard on breaks and smoke yeah. cigarettes. The smoking age was 16 when I was They old. had a smoking section, like a smoking area in my mom's high school. She remembers they used to sit and her siblings would play poker for pennies for cigarette money. And I'm wow. like, right. And let me tell you what, dude. Dare, truth, all that stuff is this fucking indoctrination. That is just brainwashing. It is. It is. So, like, when all that shit came out, I was like... I don't understand, and I've never been a smoker. I don't smoke cigarettes, right? So I have no dog in this fight, but I remember the first time, like, that whole dare thing started, I was in a Wendy's, and it was like, for your convenience, please smoke outside, and it was like 12 degrees outside. I was like, well, how the fuck is that convenient for smokers? Like, I don't, <laughs> that's not I don't understand how, like, that's that for their con- And you're talking to a guy who secondhand smoked two packs a day. Like, my mom and dad chain-smoked in the car while I was turning Shit. fucking green. My mom green smoked Bel-Air. With no seatbelt. Oh, God. In the oh, back seat. Oh you know what I'm saying? Like, in a fucking drywall-paneled station wagon going 98 down the road while my dad's killing Miller Lights and smoking Paul Malls. Like, it was a totally different world. But it's so crazy because, like, I have tattoos. But when I was growing up, the only people I had tattoos were, like, bikers and sailors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the first girl I knew who was bisexual was this chick, Jen. And it was in 94, and people were like, fuck you, dyke, like, flipping out. And then the rave movement came, and everybody was, like, doing ecstasy and going to raise. And by 96, all my female friends were making out with each other. And it was, like, totally cool. And I remember. Right, right? Yeah. Oh, there's some party yeah. stories involved with that. I remember that transition of it being totally unacceptable, sitting in Denny's with my friends, like, did you hear Jen Flint's a fucking dirty dyke? And then two years later being like, oh, yeah, I'm a girl. Like, it just, it brings home how everything's arbitrary to me. When I was young, Ozzy Osbourne was a fucking devil. And the yeah. same cats who used to beat my ass and call me a commie for listening to Ozzy Osbourne now have like the first three seasons of the Osbournes on DVD. Yeah. And I'll never forget, oh, <laughs> I was in a Ruby Tuesdays. I used to work for Ruby Tuesdays. This story always brings back to me how arbitrary everything is. And all these fights people have are meaningless two, three, five years up the road. I'm in the Ruby Tuesdays. All the kids in the kitchen, we were all punk rockers. Me, Pat Sheehan, Sean Kelly, Ronnie Wright, we we're all these punk kids. The wait staff were all these college kids that just worked their seasonal for <clears throat> fucking University of Maryland, right? They were into like whatever was on the radio. So we're playing Jawbreaker, Rancid, all these fucking punk bands. They would yes. fucking complain. Fucking you when you play these fucking stupid commie devil So I'm listening to Offspring Smash, right? All these all these kids are like, turn this fucking shit off, turn this fucking bullshit gay commie music off. And as I go around, and this is like tape recorders, we had the tape recorder hooked up to like we had a little speaker where you call out the fucking tickets and shit. So we had a tape recorder like on the speaker, and I'm going around the side of the line to turn the tape recorder off, and before I can go over there, this voice comes up and goes You've got to keep them separated. Da, 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 da. And as I go to hit turn it off, the, the fucking white kid, the waiter staff kid, is like, Hey, don't turn that off. I love that song. And I was like, But I thought this was like gay commie music. No, no, I heard this on MTV. It's okay. And I'm like, But this is the same album you just said was like satanic and gay. Yeah, but and, it was on MTV. And, though. But it was on MTV. <laughs> and this is 1994. And I'm like, 
back when there was music still on MTV. On right. Not to, not to quote Bowling for Soup, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's but I'm like, completely how, accurate. How brainwashed are you motherfuckers where it's like 10 seconds ago, this was the devil. And now because MTV stamped their corporate logo on it, it's like, I am okay with Offspring. Like, mm. it was just so fucking crazy to me. That all of a sudden it was okay. And the same with Ozzy. I remember when Ozzy was the devil, Geraldo had this big fucking special on him, like devil metal. And by the way, every kid that I was friends with in the church who watched those fucking devil metal videos in church to turn them against metal was like, the heavy metal band sing about Satan and drugs and girls. They're like, holy shit, I gotta get some of those tapes. Those are awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, make them want to go fucking buy Poison and Motley Crue tapes. Yeah. Like, it had the exact opposite effect. I don't understand all these... Yeah, you talk about kickstarting your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a reference. Oh. <laughs> but it was just, like, nuts how all these people were against Ozzy, and then, like, a few years later, he was at the Republican convention... And George Bush was like, Mom loves your music. And everybody's like, Oh, Ozzy's okay now. Careful they, now, that alcohol's going to come out of his nose. It's going to hurt. No, just, it's just imagining Ozzy Osbourne at the Republican convention. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Ozzy Osbourne was at the Republican was... at the RNC convention and George Bush was actually kind of a funny joke. He said, Yeah, so Ozzy Osbourne's in the audience. Mom loves your music. And everybody clapped and was like, Ozzy. Uh, that's trying to be cringy as hell. But here's what I would tell the youth of today. I have actually had people threaten to fist fight me over fucking cash for clunkers, which was an Obama plan to buy back old vehicles in 2008. In 2008, people were passionate about cash for clunkers, motherfucker. Now, if I went and saw them and said, you want to fight over some cash for clunkers? They'd be like, what the fuck are you insane? (laughs) Everything is arbitrary. If you take one thing away from this podcast, if you take one thing away from meeting me, take away these three words. Everything is fucking arbitrary. Everything's arbitrary. Transgender bathrooms, fights at football games like they're kneeling, whatever. Nobody's going to give a fuck about this shit 10 years up the road, five years up the road. Yeah, yeah It's fucking yeah. arbitrary. So all these people are so self-invested and all these... bull and, and, and there's real causes, right? Like I'm still bitching about fucking... Um, Citizens United, because that's a real thing that hurts real people that needs to be repealed yeah. because yeah. it's ongoing. But all these little distractions <clears throat> when we all fight about transgender bathrooms and whatever, it's arbitrary because no, like, all the people who cared about that shit two years ago, my cousin disowned me over kneeling for football games. Like, I was like, this is why they fight so you can fucking have freedom to protest things. Yeah. Fuck you. And then a year later, she sent me a friend request. Will you be my friend again? But I'm a fucking libtard pussy traitor. Yeah, but I'm one of you now because I realized I was wrong. (laughs) Just the takeaway is everything is arbitrary. So Ozzy, bad in 1988. Ozzy, the crazy uncle that lives next door, fine in 1998. Like bisexual girl, bad in 1994. The rave scene sweeps everybody up. Here comes Prodigy. Like it's fine then. Everything is fucking arbitrary. I have seen so many things that were taboo in 1985 that are fine now, and so many things that were, like, totally fine in 1985. In 1999, I threw a show called Wicked Sand Jams. I used to own a production company. We, I threw concerts for a living. Nice. And we threw this big concert at the beach. I rented out this island, St. Maryland. 
And we had all these bands on the beach played, and we had a fucking wet t-shirt contest. And it got to the point of, like, girls gone wild. Like, women, like, sucking each other's breasts and making out and all that's this awesome. crazy shit. <laughs> I like how that's, that's the part you walk into. Sit down and suck titties. <laughs> so, New band name. New band name. Sit down and suck titties. <laughs> so I started this page, Rufus Waldorf, which is where I'm from, Waldorf, Maryland. And I, I just started this page where I just put up band videos and band stuff, and I put up this the the most um, tame what t-shirt contest picture, which is they're not topless yet. And somebody was like, "Oh man, dude, you could get in trouble today." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like I'll be surprised if I don't get reported by the end of the day." But in 1999, that was nothing, mm-hmm. and now today it would be like this big fucking deal. Oh, you yeah. got clothes gone wrong back then. Reminds me mm-hmm. of something that's currently going on. Um, James Gunn being fired from Disney mm, mm, because yeah. of tweets that are 10 years 10 old. 10 years old. Thank you. I was going to bring that up. He can't fucking direct Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy oh, now okay. because of a 10-year-old tweet. Let's let's put a, a pin in that for a second. Can we put I'm, a cork in it? Uh, yeah, we can put a cork in work. it. Because um, this, like this round table is <laughs> sort of leading into the topic, so I don't want us to use everything like on the jump. So we're going to like really get into the topic. After the round table. And so, yeah. Uh, so, we're just um, each saying what we think about when we hear that um, topic. And so. Well, that was what I think about when I hear that topic. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, was, I can't shut up. That I'm was just, like the University election. I loved it. I'm just saying, everything I did you a said TED was talk. great. We're keeping all of it. Shit, I need also, to be a talk with you then. I also want to have some stuff for a little later on after we get around. Could you make cheese out introduce. of that? Possibly? I don't know how that you know, it's 1007, right? My sciatica's acting up. I just heard about it. It's 1007. It's going to be fine. All right. Big John, what do you think of when you That's think funny. of this thing? What really jumps to my mind is Elvis. <laughs> okay. I was going to bring that up, too. Cultural <laughs> appropriation was not a thing back yeah. then. Well, it's not just that. The first time Elvis was ever on TV, they only showed him from the waist up. That is That's true. Sullivan show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. It's they show. only showed him from the waist up because they like- felt that his act was too sexualized. We don't like all that jumping and jiving and gyrating with the legs. Could you imagine <laughs> if kids wanted to have sex? That would be fucking crazy. Could you imagine? But Could I mean, you imagine if anybody wanted to have we sex? We go from... We go from that, where they won't show him from the waist up because he's literally just swinging his hips back and forth, to what's now shown in mass media. A Shakira video. Yeah. Like, yeah. really? Hmm. Or just any rap nowadays, video twer- now. Twerking is the standard now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Oh, my God. Don't they Miley Cyrus video. get into college now? Is that um, but I mean, only if you're in a sorority. I'm almost certain there's a twerking scholarship. There has to be. <laughs> there has to be. Sorority. Yeah. There there has to be. In the short time from when he first debuted to now, it's it's gone from that extreme to a complete opposite extreme. Everything is opposite from when I was a kid. Yep. Yeah. Everything. It's opposite. My dad, who was a proper Greek conservative gentleman, who like, you know, flag pins and apple pies, he has more in common now with Ted Nugent than Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Like when I was little, it's like, and so it's been weird to watch this transition. When I was young, conservatives hated metalheads. And I was a metalhead when I was young. 
I had the long hair and the one hoop earring. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And it's like the conservatives are like, you're going to burn in hell. And now it's it's weird because like Trump has opened the door for like all these dudes, like the education level among conservatives was like 65% for college education and higher. And now it's like 40%. So Trump has like opened the door for like where the working class hero is now the long haired tattooed like white roofer pothead guy. But when I was little, it's like no Republican would even look at those fucking dudes. They yeah. would be like, "You're the dregs of society." Me and my friends were the dregs of society to the Republican Party when I was little, and that's a, and I'm not gonna go too far down a political rabbit hole. But that's the thing that has really changed now, where it's like, now it's like Joe Roofer with all his tattoos and living in a trailer park is kind of the Republican, Richie Cunningham, all-American hero. And that that is really bizarre for me to watch that unfold, coming from a world where my dad was like, you can't listen to Ted Nugent. He's bad. And now it's like, Ted Nugent really talks in good sense. Yeah. It's bizarre to see a Greek gentleman like my dad, who was very proper. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I don't want you to have long hair. I don't want you to have any earrings. Earrings are gay. Like, turn into that. And we're, like, it's just bizarre, dude. I'm hitting the pause button on you. <laughs> you have a pause button? I hope so. Where round, let's finish round table. It's right. in my you, tank. You're up. It's in, whoa. <laughs> don't get him started it, on tanks. Not on it, in it. Yeah. In it. In it. In it. I you guess I'll search. go after Mason then. Go after Mason. Oh no! Alright, Wait, so, we, what, Curtis has got to go. I have, to, I have, to, I have to go. Yes. Yes, you have to do this. What do you exactly? Leave. Get the There's fuck out of here. There's a big one that I'm surprised you haven't already thought of yet. Tell me. Starts so I can with think a of P, that. ends with an Emon. Oh, Pokemon! Back oh. in the Disney, didn't nobody want to play that shit. Now everybody want to play that shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody, it blew the fuck up. I've been playing since day one. Ever since it released in the U.S. So, and do oh, you yeah. remember what the perception of Pokemon was when it first came out? No, it was of the devil. It was oh, Satanist. Yeah. Pokemon Satan. is the devil. Oh yeah, they're because pocket monsters. They're evolution. Pocket demons. They evolve. Yep. Evolution. Yeah, the evolve. Yeah, Satanism. Evolutionally mm-hmm. evolved. What do you think about? The, I remember we did an episode on that two years ago, and people were like, "I don't want Pokemon characters on my property." Do you think people have a right? Not to have digital characters on their property. That they're like, I don't want kids coming on my property chasing Pokemon. Pokemon oh, yeah, God. I remember that. I would not give a shit. I'd be like, fuck it. As long as you're outside you're an old, and you're active, I would go. If you're an old, miserable prick, do you have a right for kids not to come on your property to chase, to chase Pokemon? <sighs> if you're an old, miserable right, guy. Just don't, don't, don't fuck up my property. You won't have a problem. Yeah, well, you right. all, because you're not an old miserable prick. But if you're an old, <laughs> old miserable prick, prick, you kids get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good all one. Is really your good. rights being infringed because some company beams an artificial Pokemon character on, uh, over your property line? Is that somehow infringing on your rights? Hell no. They're no. just cute little pixels. Yeah, it's, it's just, look at him. It's a, it's a fucking mouse that'll shock you to death if you get it too excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's some giant ball that's exploding. It's, it's a giant source of power. Yes. Literally. Yeah. It's God. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they the don't worst. understand what's going on. Right. Yeah, they don't. Christ. They don't. They, don't they just think you're beaming some demonic character, like in their fucking gazelle bush or whatever. Yeah. Or they think they're trying well, to like, I mean, spy on people or something, or the CIA is going to like and wiretap you or some bullshit. In his defense, he, he probably just doesn't want people coming onto his fucking property. 
we're, and which is right. Yeah. Which is, yeah. But is the company responsible who beams that character onto your property encouraging kids to come onto the property of the miserable prick? Does the miserable prick have rights? Oh, shit. And it's it the company. Miserable yeah. old prick. And it is. You know what? It says on there, don't do it while you're driving and don't trespass. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, sure so anybody's like paying attention to that. To uh, I never play Pokemon Go when I'm driving. Ever. Exactly. We have had a friend in the bars... Literally. Last time ever was when I was stuck in traffic. And you just like, yeah, just play Pokemon Go <laughs> yeah. while you're stuck in traffic. But you can't tell us what team you're on. I already said! What? He's Team Valor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're Team Valor. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I just quit playing, like, years Bitch, ago. Please. I'll just play Pokemon Sun and Moon. I, I, I quit back before they, like, introduced Gen 2. Yeah, hey, that's me too. Hey, Big John. Bitch plays. Okay. <laughs> right. You want to see bitch plays? I do. Have you seen the Alola ones? I mean, come on. I, I mean, want. It's only my fa- It's only my second favorite Vulpix, region. Alolan Vulpix. Careful, John. Alolan Nine Tails is oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that one yet. So shh. I want to see it. I'm not googling. Spoiler I'm alert! She's one. Ice Fairy. Oh, mm-hmm. I want a Alolan. Mm-hmm. It's cute. We'll see all of your Bitch plays this. Oh, it's oh, a Game Boy Are you going to narrate? No one knows what's going on. Alright, so pretty much what just happened is John brought out a Game Boy Pocket with a original copy of of Pokemon Yellow. Technically Curtis did that already. But... Yeah, I said I said it. Oh, sorry, but it's just I don't think anybody can hear me saying it over there. Yeah. So just... <laughs> pretty much he brought like the old, it's not, the old school Technically cool it's shit. not Pokemon Yellow, it is Pokemon Special Pikachu Edition. Oh, oh yeah. What color is the yes, cartridge? Queen, yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> but it, nowhere on it does it say Pokemon Yellow. That's true. No, it really doesn't. Does uh, the battery Pikachu. still work in that cartridge? Oh, we, I mean, well, look, I mean, well, on, the, on the store, yes. yeah, okay, on the so Nintendo the ba- eShop, it's called Pokemon Yellow. So, <laughs> oh, the Nintendo gets, needs to get their shit straight. <laughs> you renamed your own game. They can do that. Shit. Mason. Yes. Tell me, think? when you think of changing perceptions, what do you think of? Video games. What about him? Early on, when uh, this whole crazy phenomenon began, a lot of people were saying that these types of games are going to make our society stupid, and it's going to make our kids violent, but over time, I watched a video game tournament on cable TV a couple weeks ago, and so there's that big, big shift of like, hey, games are bad, to hey, games are a great way to make money, so... Yeah, I mean, I think that... Um, Look at Markiplier. Yeah, same dude. He makes millions now. There's definitely there's definitely been a change in the popularity of video games yeah. and possibly somewhat in the perception of it. I do see a lot more people defending um, gamers because there's all these negative perceptions of it, like um, it causes people to be violent, it makes people lazy, all this stuff. And, and which actually, fact does it? Fun fact, very recently on Bill Nye This Saves the World, on season one, there is an episode where he actually life. looks into video gaming, and um, he it works towards answering the question of does video games make people violent. He goes to a League of Legends tournament, and he's talking to one of it's the 
famous League of Legends players there, and he asked him, he's like, so you play this video game and it's pretty violent, huh? Well, it wasn't him, actually. It was one of his um, interviewers that he sends out. Yeah. So the interviewer guy was like, hey, so you play this game and it's um, it's pretty violent, huh? Have you ever gotten into a fight with anybody or hit anybody? And the guy was like, no, I just play video games all the time. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that to me is very, very weird, b because as all of us sitting at this table have known that, like, now it gets pretty worked up. I'll give him that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but and that's just world, world, no, world. The Warcraft is like not not with any game. Oh well, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's Alan with any game. <sighs> yeah, but there's there's a big difference between, between PKing somebody on a game and punching what? somebody in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's okay to get salty over risk. I'm analog. Yeah, I play like, analog no, games. No, no, okay, look, and it's okay to get salty and And you're you know, in the same room as somebody, and understand. you're like, and you know. Me and Andy Dorsey, you said was getting fist fight. Like, Australia's mine, fool. <laughs> yeah, but you would, you'd be in the same room, like, with a board, because that does tend to be a little bit different. I yeah. mean, I've seen families have been torn apart by Monopoly. I'm just oh, yes. saying. Yeah, yeah. But. That's a pretty weak family. No, but <laughs> nobody's ever. Man. That's true. I wanted the simple motherfucker. I know, I'm but nobody has ever ended a friendship over words with friends, like really. Or Mario Party. So I'm yeah. just saying that with <sighs> I think that socially speaking, I think gaming is becoming more acceptable and is getting less of hate. But I also, on the flip side of that, even now, still see there being these perceptions because there are still people that believe that video games make people violent like anytime we have a mass shooting people start talking about how video Grand games are brain, brainwashing the minds of children and making but they them... did that after Columbine yeah. with Marilyn Manson yeah. they yeah. tried to find a scapegoat and made it about metal music back then yeah and that's what people no. do what, they, I'm, what they... I'm saying is is that I think that the perceptions of, of uh, gamers have changed where it's more yeah. positive but there is still a lot of yeah, negative like, perceptions, yeah. mostly from people who older don't people. play games. Yeah. yeah, and also the older well, generations. Well, I mean, science has proven, though, that you don't learn by just watching. You learn by doing. Doing. Yeah. So you can't really learn these types of violent behaviors by simply by watching them. Because if you could, then we wouldn't have any of these things on the evening news or on television. And movies. Music. Yeah, but wait. So wait, wait. Exactly. someone might argue that by playing a game, it involves a little more doing. But here, so here like uh, the VR games, but, it, but you're you're going into the game with the assumption and the knowledge that this is not real, right? Like there's no, there's nothing in here that says, okay, guys, this is real. I mean, I can see if it's like you have a fake gun in your hand and you've got VR on. That even seems more real than you know you have a controller in your hand or a mouse and a keyboard, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's not even the same kind of movement. I mean. I, the reason I don't play World of Warcraft is because I can't get the movement. I can't, you know, do, but if I had a sword in a hand and a shield, you know, and whatever in the other hand, I could do that. But, it, I mean, it's it's just, it's not... I just don't want to pay the $15 you, a month. You're not going to forget that you're not really an orc. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to forget. So here's where perception butts up against reality, right? When I was young... Beavis and Butthead hit like, like sure. fire, 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 right? And kids were like fucking burning shit, like burning shit up in the kitchen. And they were like, we need to ban Beavis and Butthead. Or there was this uh, movie called Varsity Blues where the kids like 
like laid down in a fucking highway and let the cars run over them. Yeah. And all this shit. And my, as a liberal back then, Jesus which has shit. totally changed today, I was like, dude, if somebody is going to be affected, if somebody's going to go insane from watching Beavis and Butthead, they were going to go insane anyways. So now, yeah. when, like yeah. anything, yeah. like, was going to set them off. Like, yeah. even the wrong fucking iced tea at Chick-fil-A or whatever was going to fucking set them off. So now, when Alex Jones comes out and he's fucking horrible and the shit he says is horrible, and people are like, I'm going to go shoot up ping pong pizza because Alex Jones told me to. Those people are fucking ping psycho. Pong pizza. They're fucked up, right? But yes, they, they like, are. The, the, the punk rock grassroots liberal part of me has to say, how's that any different when I used to say, dude, if you're fucking burning shit down to the penis and butthead, you're fucked up and we're going to do it anyways. So if you're fucking shooting up a pizza parlor because you think Hillary Clinton's satanic sewing circle because is what? like fucking dead, like Obama's army, the 12 Ebola monkeys, are fucking coming to get you, or whatever fucking nonsense. Number nine, says, 12 Ebola monkeys. Whatever nonsense let, you let believe, me answer that. you are going to flip out anyways. Let me answer that with this. Um, the reason that one is different from the other is that one presumes to be based in fact. So if you see on the evening news, if you believe in gay frogs, you're a fucking. I, I know. If Period. you see on the evening news, <laughs> frogs gay. <laughs> just like gay fish be gay fish. If you see on the evening news that drinking Rolling Rock will give you herpes tomorrow, right? Right. That's actually wild. That gives. That's a little bit different weight Put than if you see on South Park, you know, just like gay fish be gay fish. But if you're you know? so I mean, fucking delusional, you're going to believe Alex Jones or you're going to believe Beavis and Butthead. Exactly. What is the contextual difference between those two assholes? Because one of them, and why should one of them one is coming off as being scrubbed That's out of the public narrative and the other should be like, you're because there's up. nothing wrong with Beavis and Butthead. I mean, nothing wrong with gay fish. There's nothing, nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with gay fish. I mean, we all read that book with about, we all read that book about the fish with the rainbow scales. That's right. Come on, yeah, now. that's a good book. Come on, now. That was a good book. But then the other side book. of me is like, this dude's provoking violence, so fuck him. Right. And I mean, weird. well, of course, you know, like that would end anyway this, because Alex Jones is a piece of shit. But he's a and piece of shit. He turned game. the fucking frog. I told game. my yeah, friend the other day, I was like, I'm almost more for Alex Jones being assassinated than censored. Like, if somebody wants to shoot him in the head, I'm like, eh, okay. But but if somebody wants to censor him... But that's his freedom to say what he wants. Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz were on his show once. Even Joey Diaz was like, big dicks in your ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> wait a minute, stop. You want me to tell me that Joe Rogan was on the well, Alex, Alex Jones, Jones show he's with Joe Diaz. Diaz? He's actually friends with Alex Jones. Like, How the fuck do you mean friends with Alex Jones? He's a fucking Nimrod. He's a numbskull, if anybody still says that. Violence because of video games or whatever. That actually reminded me of something I read one time. Yes, it's a conspiracy theory, but it still pertains to what we're talking about. Big dicks in your ass. I'm sorry. Have you done ten? Because that that would be number. Yeah, no, just say it. Number ten. Number ten. Big dicks in your ass. I don't know. I feel like it's a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Big dicks on your nose. That's ten. There's ten right there, brother. It's ten, dude. So she smells. So what were you thinking about, guys? Raymond, what were you thinking about? There's this theory that I'm sorry. The book Catcher in the Rye. Banned books, yep. Yeah, J.D. Salinger. Yeah. 
was the reason that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy, Mark David Chapman shot John Lennon, and John Hinckley Jr. shot uh, Reagan. Reagan. Because all three of them owned a copy of the book. They probably all own Bibles, too. Probably. And belts. <laughs> I've never saying, read The Rise. I Tic Tacs. Yeah. But I'm just saying, nah, there's Tic-tac's a conspiracy theory that that is the reason those men... <laughs> but you can manipulate statistics, awesome. right? Yeah. Like, I already I, know what you're going to do. <laughs> I read the statistic that like something like 62% of auto accidents are caused by people exactly. who smoke marijuana. Well, what they don't tell you is out of that 62%, 60% of them were drunk as shit. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, well, then don't 62% of people are listening to, like, fucking Bruno Mars when they wrecked their cars. Like, that, that yeah. has nothing to fucking yeah. do with it. They were drunk as shit, but they, they did this smear campaign against marijuana. Yeah. It was like 62% of people who get mm. in car accidents are fucking on <sighs> marijuana. Yeah, they're also drink a fifth of whiskey before they fucking left the bar, too. Yeah. That's the part of it they don't tell you to manipulate the statistics. I'm not saying that it's an actual, like, there's a correlation. I'm just saying that people are making a connection where there probably isn't one. Is that much in the same way that people are saying that video games are making people violent? They're trying to say that Catcher in the Rye is making those folks violent. Exactly. Catcher in the Rye. completely messed up. But hey guys, we gotta move on a little bit. Why? Uh, if it's alright. Why? Why? Because I want to talk I've about never what been I good at moving on. Huh? Because it's Emily's turn. On. You know, I'm really bad at it too. I just can't let things go. Well, when all you guys. Can we talk about my grandmother? No, why? She was an amazing woman. She taught me not to move on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is this a story? No. No. I'm He's up. just. Okay, well, the thing that I think of when I think of change perception, I actually have kind of a story to sort of illustrate it. Harry Potter. Yes. We all know how Harry Potter was when it first came out. He is a Horcrux. I'm just kidding. And all <laughs> the... Spoiler alert, okay, <laughs> okay, don't listen to Curtis. Spoilers, people. He was Spoiler. a Horcrux the whole time. <laughs> just... Anyway, when it yeah, first... I'm sorry, if you haven't Slytherin's read the Slytherin's Dope you. Girl. <laughs> Number 10. Number ten is what? Slytherin's dope girl. Where Slytherin's did that even dope come girl. From? His brain. Jesus. <laughs> it's a fucked up Rubik's cube, like mixed with Hellraiser. Want to have you on my show one day and just pick your brain? Good luck. He only Mason, that you gotta find it first. Mason does a. Um, he does a college oh. radio show. Yeah. So. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, night. Wouldn't be the first time he's ever been on college radio. No, I've, I was on college radio before. That's what I just said. And they were like, time. and Peter was like, the FCC said you can't cuss. So I like, yeah, I said under my breath between every sentence, um, dick sucking fucko. Like, just, <laughs> How was you not fired by the, the FCC? Band. We had the band on there and they'd be like, hey man, tell me what even Steve come, has coming up. I was like, well actually we dick sucking fucko. We, did, we have uh, <laughs> a <laughs> <I'm talking about laughs> dick sucking fucko. <laughs> On Albert Wickens. This was before digital shit. Yeah, this is 1998. Oh, yeah, so that was before they could have recorded it. University of Maryland. And, and, like, Peter, the guy who ran the show, was like, hey, you can't, because you can't do all these things. And I just kept saying, dick sucking fucko, under my breath. It's like, so what do you got coming up? I'd be like, well, dick sucking fucko. I'm going to have them. Blah, 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 dick sucking fucko. Now, listen here, Mal. Another great thing is. Like, nobody was calling in the show to make requests, and I was like, 
if somebody doesn't request from me with Steven, I'm going to hang myself. And this fucking, like, Middle Eastern dude called in. Bless his heart, dude. He was so awesome. He was like, Mr. Oh. Steven, Mr. Steven, please do not commit suicide. I've had that before, too. Like, I've had these random dudes just call in and be like, do you, do you play this one song? And I'm like, yeah. Because I was like, if nobody calls for these Wicked Sandia yeah. tickets, which was like the show I was throwing, I'm going to fucking kill myself. And this Middle Eastern dude calls in. And, like, my band was even Steven. I'll never forget. He's like, Mr. Steven, Mr. Steven, please do not commit suicide. No. I would like to go to the Wicked Sound Jam. Send me some tickets. Do, do not commit suicide. Not without, not without this. <laughs> Just kidding. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, back to Harry Potter. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Hey, Harry, Harry, Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So, when Harry Potter came out, a lot of kids were not allowed to read it or have anything to do with it because of witchcraft. Yo. And, of course, majority Christian nation... It just kind of Not like, anymore, thank you. We'll talk about that later. So, um... I am not getting into that. <laughs> talk I'm about on, it later. I'm not getting into that. Now is not the time and place for that. Point is, Harry Potter was very frowned upon when it first came out. And, um, <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was about... I think 10 years old when all the first four books were out and you could get them in a box set. And what year was this? Oh, wait, right? It would have been in 2001. Holy fuck, I'm old. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, I was like on my second marriage by then. I knew that I wasn't supposed to read Harry Potter because my mom told me I couldn't and she told me I couldn't because my grandparents on her side, in other words, her mom and her stepmom and dad, said that Harry Potter was bad and they, she shouldn't let me read it. So, anyway, my grandmother on my dad's side got me for Christmas the first four books. So I look over at my mom, and my mom's one of those people who's like, um, you're going to be grateful for whatever they freaking give you. And so she was a little embarrassed when I looked over at her, and I said... Did you get a lot of fruitcakes and, like, Rudolph sweaters? Socks. Was socks involved in this, too? <laughs> no. Did your grandma give you underwear in front of everybody, like, minded? Same. Yep. No. Andy Dorsey gave me So I looked over... Silky granny panties. I looked over at my mom, and I was like, is it okay for me to have this? And which my mom was embarrassed at that point because she didn't want my grandmother to be offended. But she also like knew that she wasn't supposed to be having me read this. So anyway, she was just like, no, sure, yeah, you can read it. And so thanks to my grandmother not knowing about the, the controversy around Maybe Harry Potter, I got to read it. Well, anyway, like I remember feeling like I was coming out of the closet to my grandpa when I told him that I had Harry Potter books because I just kind of got tired of hiding them under my bed when they would come over. And he was just like, don't tell your granny. So apparently it was only my granny that was really upset about it. So how do you not turn into that? That's the question as a 47-year-old parent of three, and I like to think that we're pretty open with what our kids want to do. How do you not turn into that? Let's say... God, let's say you have kids in 10 years, whatever. How do you, whatever the, whatever the fad is in, whatever the thing is in, how do you not tell your kids, no, you can't do that. No, that's wrong. No, that's bad. I haven't really given it much thought because I don't plan on having kids. Same. And nobody plans on having kids. All pregnancies, all, every single pregnancy in America <laughs> is unplanned. Accidentally. Then why do we have fertility calendars and ovulation things? Fake those, news. Are, those are just they estimations. Fake, oh, news. Not fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Okay, huge. Well, to answer your question, fake I news mean, is huge. It would just depend on what the thing is. If it's going to cause harm to my child, or it's going to make my child be an asshole to another child, or something like that. 
I mean, that's probably going to be what I decide, but I'm not going to get all bent out of shape because they want to read a fantasy fiction book that's about wizards and shit. But, but let's say it was be beyond better. Teach them to think <laughs> for themselves. Yes. Amen. Boom! We went out to the college the other day, and I talked to a millennial, right? And I was like... We don't like labels. Stop. You. Or was it generate? Was it generation? Uh, the I generation. Look, yeah, generation I came to this Z podcast to have fun, and I'm honestly I'm feeling so attacked right now. Okay, <laughs> if you need but a safe space, I'll show you attacked. Don't sh- don't no, no. But, but <laughs> whatever you got in that whatever you got in that titty pocket, leave it in there. Don't be a leave man. it in there. Do it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the one from yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something that makes all you guys different, and I actually think it's a great thing. Yes. When I was young, my dad was like, don't wreck the Camaro and give me some grandkids. That's all they expected of me. Now, those are any, some, those any are some be a good driver and talk a lot. Now, everybody who's not like a fucking angry middle-aged white dude, anybody like me is like looking at a millennial and like, fucking save us. Save us from all this like hatred, climate change, like fucking racism. This is the first time ever the generation ahead has looked at the generation behind and been like, fucking fix this shit, dude. Save us. Like, fix all this shit we fucked up. And that has never happened in the history of this fucking country where like every generation has looked like, "Eh," like I said, my parents are like, just don't wreck the Camaro. Go do what you want to do. But now I, I find myself looking at my kids and saying, save us. Fix all this shit, dude. And I think that's important to remember what this generation has left behind on you guys, dude. Like, I do not fucking envy, like, all the work you guys are going to have to do to fix all this shit. I'm a oh, yeah. No, baby <laughs> boomers are oh, the fucking dude. devil. And Generation we're, X is we're like screwed, fucking... Dude. Michael Douglas and Wall Street. Yeah, a bunch they, of they don't want us press. to do all the stuff they did back in the day because we we don't want to have a fun. I'm a school teacher, so I I currently see like uh, the next generation. Oh my god! By god, the way, I, I, God bless their souls. That's all I'm gonna say. Mason, there's an ending to that story about me getting those Harry Potter books, and then the way my grandmother felt on my grandmother on my mom's side felt about Harry Potter. She didn't want me watching it. Whatever. So. Fast forward years and years later, I come to find out that my mom's stepmother, who was so against me and anybody having anything to do with Harry Potter, watched the Harry Potter movies on TV and she liked them. See? It's amazing what happens when you give shit a chance. Yeah. Like, and this is something I've never understood. I don't understand how somebody is so vehemently against something. And then they're like, like years ago, I used to do this, like back when I, in my activism days, I did a show called The Ignorance Equation. And this guy called up one of my friends from way back when, and he's like, I'm against Obama's executive orders. And he's like, he's done more executive orders than anyone. And I break down the figures. I'm like, well, actually, he's right. Like, Clinton did more to him. Bush did more to him. He's like, well, I'm against the type of, I'm against the type of executive orders he does. And I'm like, well, that's a good point. Which one, like, which executive order did Obama do that you dislike the most? He's like, well, I don't know. I was like, well, fuck, he'd be giving out free donuts and blowjobs. Like, I don't, like, you don't fucking know what it is? My and, free donut blowjob machine, bro. Yeah, but he, just, <laughs> but he just knew he was against it. 
And, and it's like, I don't understand this attitude of being against something. You have no fucking idea what it is. I hate Harry Potter. I hate Harry Potter. Well, it's actually called Harry Potter. Well, I, I hate it then. Like, have you ever seen it? Have you ever read the book? Have you ever seen a fucking movie? Like, I don't understand people who hate shit. But they have that, no idea what it is. They have no idea what it is. Well, in this case, it's just they hear the word witch and wizard, and they automatically assume... Satanism. Satanism. Salem, burn him, burn him! Burn the witch! Yeah, I feel like millennials... 1492! Like, I feel like 50 years from now, you're not going to believe in wizards. I'm sorry, I just don't think they're going to be like, the wizards are coming to get us. I'm not, I mean, so what's I, mean I don't what? fucking believe in the wizards now. I mean, exactly. I don't necessarily believe in the wizards. Like, I don't, I don't think they're like yeah. real, real. But at the same time, I want them to be real. Yeah, there's a lot like of fairy tales thing. that I just can't believe in. It's just well, a folklore thing. Like, probed by aliens. It doesn't mean it's going to fucking happen. You know. We're aliens when you think about it. We're aliens somewhere. Like if we ended up going to another planet somehow. The, yes. Like, look, at those, look at those fucking aliens. Yes. Said the aliens. Can I just chew on my cork? Please chew on your cork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been thoroughly enjoying chewing on my cork. I think our roundtable kind of turned into the main discussion. But yeah. if there is more to be said, put it out there. Um, the whole When I was 16, <laughs> Jenga jeans, you had to have an age limit to buy. Really? Uh, what? The big fucking uh, wide leg jeans? Oh, those. Those big fucking like shuffle dancer jeans oh, or whatever. Those. I remember I used to go to PacSun and buy them. And one day I went in there and they're like, they asked for my ID. I and I was like, you have to have a fucking age limit to buy jeans now? And they're like, yes, those are drug dealer jeans. Weird story too. I used to work for Pearl Vision and I've always wore tinted lenses. I got, once a year, I got a free pair of glasses from Pearl Vision. I got my free glasses. I like the tent. I, you know, I think it's cool. The district manager came in, said I wasn't allowed to have tinted lenses because it made me look like a drug dealer. Even though there were the free glasses from Pearl Vision. So then I went and got the doctor, Dr. Kelly next door, to write me a prescription to say I was photolysis sensitive and I had to have tinted lenses. Handed it to Don McCoy, the district manager, and he said, well, it's okay now. And I was like, but how, do, how does the public know I'm not a drug dealer? Am I going to wear a sign that says I'm not a drug dealer? I'm photolite sensitive. I don't understand. Like, how are they going to know? Go I'm not introducing yourself. My like, hi, hi. Hi. I'm not a drug dealer. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm not a drug dealer. Yeah. How can I hi. Today? Hi, my name's Nick. <laughs> Look at my special eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a drug dealer. Once now, again, you'll have one of those little cards, like people with, um, like, I don't know, Alzheimer's and stuff do, and they just kind of give them out to people and. Hi, if I'm lost, please return me to... And what's my mantra oh, yeah, on the episode? Yeah. Everything is <laughs> fucking I'm, arbitrary. I'm mute. Here's my card. Buy my flower. I had. I couldn't have tenant linens because I was a drug dealer. Dr. Kelly writes me a prescription. Now I can have them. I don't convey the information to customers. Somehow they know I'm not a drug dealer because I have a secret prescription in my pocket. Everything is arbitrary. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Back to what uh, you were saying. She was talking about uh, getting stuff for Christmas. And that reminded me of how... You remember when you were a kid, you got, like, pants and stuff like that for Christmas? Yeah. And you just... You hated it? Yes, of course. I, mean, I had to pick all then, my clothes from the Sears catalog. And then now, Ooh. as an adult, somebody gives you, like, a pack of underwear, and you're just like, thank yeah. you. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm too lazy to do yeah. laundry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Know, you. I mean, that just, is so Alan. I mean, think about that. Thank you. You bought, you bought me Hanes. They all <laughs> smell like mustard, and I'm going to wear all of them. Have you not opened up a pack of, like, Salt. fucking yeah. underwear yeah. and it, t- it tastes 
Smells like mustard. <laughs> Taste. What? No, no. <laughs> fun, dude. I always like mustard. Like mustard. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you're saying is mustard boxers. Fruit. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> mustard boxers. <laughs> <laughs> we reach for go. Number eleven. There when you call. But no, my, last Christmas, lukewarm. the Aww. majority of my presents were closed, and I was I was ecstatic. <laughs> I was really happy, and I'm just like, wow, that's awesome. Fifteen years ago, I would have been like, what the fuck? I need to get you some shirts. Yeah, got some fit. holes in that one. Yeah, my well, okay. No, this is because I forgot to do laundry this week. My gift I that I get now money. is money, yeah. and I'm like, give me all the damn money, just like. Give me your money, and but ne- but Cause I got and when I was bills. a kid, stationary. And but when I was a kid, I'm like, I don't want your money. I want this. I don't want awesome stuff. too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, screw that. Give me the money. I'll find it cheaper. Yeah, I'm like, but now it's like, give me the money so that I can pay for my car payment, so that I can pay off my student loans, so that money. I can buy gas for the week, or I can buy me some new clothes. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Or you could just have I'm four jobs way. like me. Uh, no, thank you. That's just the back of the perceptions change. Yeah. When I was a kid, I listened to this band called Poison. Yeah, that's your yeah, band, right? Right, and they had yeah. a fucking song called "I Hate Every Bo- Like I Hate Every Bone in Your Body Except Mine." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love it. And I'm thinking in this Me Too generation, hey, that song would not fucking fly. Like I was right? thinking about the fucking uh, what T-shirt contest. Is it a good thing or a bad thing that like Dice Man? Dice Man was like this fucking horrible Andrew Dice Clay, like hey, fucking little Miss Muffet suck my dick. Like is is it fucking? Have we gone better because it's like. There definitely has to be a respect level for women and all that stuff. Are we better off because words are being curved and reined in? Or are we worse off because it's like the narrative of what we're allowed to say is constantly shrinking? I think it's a little bit of both, really. I think it's both. I mean, because like, and there are some words that should not be said. Like when I was little, I used to say either they're all okay or none of them are okay. So like, Fucking iDubs. And now I've had to like... Exactly. Yes, like iDubs. I've had to wax F-A-G out of my fucking verbal lexicon. Because a friend to me who is gay, like two years ago, was like, dude, when you say that word, it's really disrespectful to me. And I was like, you know what, dude? It doesn't cost me anything to stop using that word. Like, my health insurance doesn't go up. Like, my fucking paycheck doesn't go down. Like, it costs me absolute zero. It's net zero for me to stop saying F-A-G. Like, that costs me nothing. There's nothing wrong with the words in and of themselves. It's the context in which you use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's the asshole using the word that made it bad. That's true, too. Yeah. But, I, but I stopped using that word because I realized that that caused pain to somebody I cared about. And I was like, that's such a fucking little thing because it doesn't cost me anything. Why would you but then you have people who rebel against that and they go, blue, correct this, suck my fucking, hey, you five-year-old, suck my fucking dick, five-year-old. Like because they're okay. like <laughs> wow, sorry. because they're like trying to be like I'm a rebel, I'm against political correctness, so I can walk into an elementary school and tell they're, everyone they're trying to be like I do what I want. Yeah, That's exactly. What they're trying to yeah. Yeah. I do what I want. They're a nation exactly. of fucking Cartmans. So are we a nation of fucking Cartmans? Batman, third time. Are we better off? Yeah, I'm going home. 
Just top top it off with a bitch. That's the clincher. <laughs> right. As bitch. as it shrinks and what we're what's acceptable shrinks, is that good? Because a lot of other people aren't having them made to feel uncomfortable and you have to be fucking considerate of other people's feelings, of course. Or is it bad because now we're all getting kind of hobbled in how we're allowed to express ourselves? I, I have a, a thing to say. I, I've kind of been sitting here worrying about, like, earlier. Like, I know what you meant, but, like, when we're talking about things being arbitrary, the thing about the transgender bathrooms come up. And I'm, I've, I've been sitting here thinking, is a transgender person going to listen to this and think that he's saying that they're arbitrary? No, what I'm saying no, is No, it's that the fact somebody... that I don't care who the hell uses the stall next to me. Yeah, so I it's don't like care the what It's a non-issue. So all these people, like, I know people who will never meet a transgender person in their life. But one. yet they're fucking outraged about transgender people. I'm but then one. two years later, they don't give a shit about that because the news is like, now you have to give a shit about this. Now you have to be outraged about fucking clip-ons for your fucking yeah. socks. Case, case in point, there, okay, so if few years ago when my... Can I say um, potato prostate? No. Yes. When my kids... I can always say We're both prostate. in marching band, and my daughter, of course, has gra- since graduated high school. Um, yes. So my daughter is in marching band, and she was on flag, and there was one child who was in transition. And so this child would use the same restroom as all the girls, all the rest of the girls on the flag team, but technically still have the anatomy of a boy. Nobody cared except for one of the parents. Nobody cared. The girls in the bathroom didn't care. They're like, really? I, they, they all came to my house. They all slept in my house. I made sure that this child had a separate room for their convenience, for the children's convenience. But I, I mean, I straight up, I went downstairs and said, Hey guys, I'm going to bed. Good night. I'll see you in the morning. Because I know that child is more of a girl than I am. Like, really? Like, nobody cared except for one of the parents. There, nothing ever bad ever happened. And now nobody cares. Like, it's nobody even remembers that. I still remember. But that child, who is now a beautiful young woman, had to deal with that crap. And I'm just like, seriously, screw y'all. Yeah, and the yeah. reason why I, I brought that up is because I knew what Nick meant because we talked earlier. And I, but the, the way that it went so quickly, like I wasn't yeah, going to try to stop it and like explain, differentiate, like, yeah. no, your problem is not arbitrary. The, the thing that he's saying is arbitrary is that like later on when people finally get over it, mm-hmm. then it will be. And you know, use and your what bathroom. sucks is that people have to hurt so much and have to, know. you know, be, have their problems gone about in such a way that they, they feel like. If we don't make that distinction, then they'll they'll be hurt, and that that sucks. But you know what I was saying with arbitrary, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I got into a fight with someone in two thousand eight about cash for clunkers. Yeah. But if I walked up to them today and was like, "Cash for clunkers, motherfucker," yeah. and clocked them, would they be like, "I'm ready to fight over cash for clunkers"? These it would guys, mean nothing to them. These guys can tell you arbitrary that even from the start of this podcast, like I've always been kind of nervous about people listening and taking things the wrong way. Like, there was that story of Big John, like, mooning the... God, <laughs> this fucking story, Jesus Christ. So, for somebody who's been on the air for a few years now, I can just say that somebody will get pissed off at something Yeah, say. like... And it's probably not going to be the thing that you think they'll be pissed off about. Like, it's going to be the dumbest, just flippant... And that doesn't make me Most sideways I don't thing. like. I don't like the tone and cadence you use. You will never sense. be able <laughs> to have a public voice if you're worried about offending somebody. Well, it's just you're going to piss somebody off. 
You like, are going to make somebody mad. Everything. It's like we're, we're responsible for the message, not the interpretation. For what it's worth, I just wanted, like, we were talking before about, um, like, I don't even remember what we were talking about before. But we were talking about yeah, Clash of Clunkers. Just to be, yeah, just to be I'm, clear, I'm ready to fight some motherfuckers. That's, a, that's a Clash for Clunkers right there. Just to be clear, <laughs> Clash of the Pandas, number 12, Clash for Clunkers. And gender. You've gone beyond. I only asked for 10, and now you're a 12. You're an overachiever. Working on the 13 right now. Overachieving nipples. Number 13. Overachieving nipples. I mean, like. I like that one. Overachieving nipples. I bet you do. That's going on. have overachieving That's going on Facebook, right? Is that going on Facebook? Me too. <laughs> oh my god. Is that going on Facebook? I've got, oh, you do dude, I've got a bump on my right nipple that looks like a nipple. You might want to get that checked out by a doctor, dude. At I'm the end saying. of this, y'all will need to tell me what y'all decide is the best band name and we can make that the name of the episode. What was the one about nipples? Overachieving. Okay. Overachieving. Oh, it's overachieving nipples, y'all. <laughs> Alright, but like... No, the answer is big dicks on your nose. Yes. I... Big dicks in your nose ass. <laughs> <laughs> big dicks in your nose ass. Actually, I, was I about... actually like what Mesa just said, butt like. We like butts, call us butt like. Sounds <laughs> like you accidentally like something on Facebook. And you're like, fuck, didn't mean to do that shit. <laughs> it's a butt like. Yeah. Butt like. Yeah, I actually also was thinking about naming the episode after the the blow up doll. Sally Shrachko! Fucking do that. That's just You know what the crazy thing is? Okay, this is fucking and this is insane. So Alan Smutchko has a son named Alan Jr. And I took, I was friends with Alan Jr., having no idea that his father was the father of my brother, who I thought was my dad's son, Steve Smutchko, right? So I bring Alan to my mother's house, Alan Jr., and I'm like, hey, um, this is my friend Alan Smutchko. And my mom got real quiet, because she was fucking his father, of course. So she gets real fucking quiet, and I didn't understand until years later, and Alan Smutchko is on my friends list, right? On Facebook, but I'm I'm constantly posting Sally Smutchko pictures and like yeah Sally Smutchko this is like blow up doll named after a degenerate crackhead and I always wondered like what if Alan Smutchko sees this and knows I'm talking about his dad it's like a degenerate crackhead my mom was banging when she was with my dad. Hmm. Wait a minute, is that the blow up doll that was like on the fire truck thing? Yeah, Yeah. that's Sally Smutchko. I saw that picture. But Al, his son, Alan right. Smutsko, is actually on my Facebook. That's funny. That's just wow. hilarious, man. That's just hilarious. But you don't know how these feeds work, so if you don't interact with someone a lot, they don't see your pictures. But I'm always putting, like, Sally Smutsko pictures up. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, just don't like, tag him and does Alan Smutsko ever see this and go, that blow up doll has the same last name as me? I mean, mean? I mean, there has got to be that one random ass chance that it might pop up in his face. Maybe he just thinks it's a joke. Yeah, maybe he thinks it's fucking you funny. I, I mean, it is a joke, right? I never even thought about my brother. I guess maybe he did. Maybe he sees it too. <laughs> so huh. you got two people. Here's what you do. Don't fucking worry about it. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> when just you worry about it, it it's that's that's when something's gonna happen. Yeah, just like. Fuck it. Right. So it's just a blow up Chuck it in the fucking bucket. Fuck the whole bloodline. Fuck it, bucket. Fuck it, bucket. Number 13, fuck it, bucket. Fuck it, bucket. We're going to chuck it in the fuck it, bucket. That sounds like a catchy episode. Fuck the whole lineage. Yes, fuck it, bucket. That's your name. If you got a bucket, 
We are at an hour and 40 minutes. Shit. I want to know if there are any final thoughts on this topic before we move on to the toast. Or... Time to burn stuff. No, no. I actually want to ask Oh, something. God. Oh, hell. Oh, this looks great. <laughs> ask people okay. who are 20 years younger than me. Do you see, uh, like... Hang on, pause. His... You realize that he's done a 12-hour episode before. Twice. Just saying. 30 guests. Well, let's just get through this. Do you way. guys, so here's one thing, and I'll tell you, this is one of the cool things about this generation. When I was little, my dad listened to the Smother Brothers and fucking wore weird clothes and fucking drank martinis. And I had, like, I had nothing in common with my dad. Now our kids same. watch the same shows as us. We they listen to the same music as us. Yes. There's a lot yes. less daylight between me and my kids than me and my dad. Crazy equals genius. I think mine. I think mine have to be death. Uh, death of a bachelor. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, love it. Yeah, the, 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 All right. that's like the most famous one. What do you guys think when you're sitting here with a 47 year old man? I'm right near in 50. Mona Lisa. Never mind. Go ahead. <gasps> do you feel like I am the outsider? I'm the usurper. I am the fucking interloper. Or is oh. it just like you're an outsider? I'm just some fucking dude. Like, do you feel separated by someone who's 20 years older? No, no, I don't no. give a shit. Dude, I, hang out, I hang out with people forty years older than me. I don't give a shit. As long as, as, long as you're cool, people's... dude, and then we're cool. As I, long as you're cool, I'm cool. More to the point, like because you led by explaining like the different, like how you had nothing in common with your dad, but you have more in common with your children. I think the question that you're more asking is like, um, do we feel as people twenty years younger than you? that we feel um, sort of distant from you. And I, I would say that there are some, like, references we don't get. Yeah. But I, I have, like... Like on Family Guy. I don't think that there has been... <laughs> Which one? I, well, Seth MacFarlane's my age, so he puts a lot of old 80s references into the I don't show. think I've had this much laughter on a podcast in a while. Like, these two, like, you basically broke them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, John you... has been completely engaged with talking with y'all since y'all got here. I'm into breaking people. Like, well, then you, well, you, like, successfully broke my ass down. Like, when so... you started talking about the goat, like, this, this I, I, I fucking stuff, lost it, dude. This stuff is candy for these people. He's a goat. And, and for me, like, like, it's so amusing. But when I was your age and I saw a 45-year-old, I was like, swear. Because they were Fuck different you. then. Like, even even me, because I'm one of those nerdy kids who always hung out with everybody older than them because those are the only Same. people who were smart enough to get me. You know? <laughs> right? I never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah, but really, they were the only ones smart enough. Like, there's a reason that I typically dated guys who were almost 10 years older because anybody my age was a my ex-girlfriend is eight years older than me but I've always dated younger just... women because if I walk up to someone my age I'm like hi I'm Nick I'm the saucy one and I'm punk rock yeah you can take that shit and shove it right up your ass dude you keep yeah. on fucking going. Like, hey, my, name's, <laughs> like, my name's Jason I, like, I fuck 35 year olds like if some 50 year old woman asking bathrooms. me about my portfolio I'm like okay. portfolio like, like, hey who wants to take about? a look at their I dossier have th- I have three <laughs> college degrees and I've never had to do a portfolio Exactly. Never. Like, I don't have anything in common. I remember I I went out. This is so sad, dude. I went out with this girl who was like, and my cousin Pete was like, hey, man, I know this girl is not your speed. I know she's a professional. Like that motherfucker. I know she's into like all this professional stuff, but you should get out of your comfort zone and date somebody who is a professional, like, fucking pantsuit woman. Grown up. So I go out with this girl. Broad shoulders. 
bra this, and shoulders. But this is like something I never made a <laughs> connection with. Just bra and shoulders. So we go no. out to Chili's. We have a couple beers. I don't uh, connect with her. She, she writes like me that night, and she's like, hey. What is she posing for? Her? I'm sorry. Posting? Like, I didn't look that good. I didn't have time to do my makeup. And I'm like, but actually, I didn't like you because your personality sucked. Like, Ooh. I didn't care about your fucking... I didn't write her that, but I was like, I didn't yeah, care what, about you are, your... Yeah, what, you just thought about it. You like, like, yeah, like I your did, personality I was shit. Like, just, I didn't care if, like, now. your hair no, wasn't done. And then, we, and then she's like, can we hang out again? And we got to my house, and, like, we had, like, sex all fucking night. Nice. All but fucking she, night. But she only had sex with me <laughs> because I was like, I'm not interested in you. But she, oh, thought, one of those. but she thought it had to do with her looks because she had her hair up in a bun and she was coming like she owned like some maid service. She was a business owner. She owned this maid service and she had all this money. So she was how, Maris. How like professional was she? Was she like I'm going to be she professional 100 percent of the time? Or like, like a fucking mu- pantsuit professional. Okay, yes, and right. I would have never even went on a date oh, with this girl. But my cousin was like. Dude, you need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to start hanging out with people who aren't like punk rock and stuff. Just try it. And when I went out with her, like she was just talking about like dividends and all this shit I could give a fuck less about. And you're just like, what the fuck is that? I'm done. Like marginal tax credits. And I was like, I did not know that even existed until tonight. But in her sick brain, she thought it's because she didn't get her mascara right. (laughs) Okay, well, all of this to say, it has been a pleasure Having y'all on the show. Y'all on. Um, we relate. This isn't a 12 hour podcast. No. no Thank no. Christ, no. John, <laughs> was, John is chomping at the bit to go burn some shit in our backyard. Me too. Not in the backyard, though. Um, <laughs> I yeah, know where you were going to burn the bathroom. So, so anyway, I would down. like to give y'all an opportunity to let us know where we can find you online. <laughs> I got this one. Plug. So, you can find all of our stuff, and this is super easy. You go to www.tincan.media and push enter. That's it. That's all. That's all you have to type in. Super duper easy. And you can also find uh, Musical Osmosis and Kettle of Fish on castbox.fm and on iTunes. And where can we find William? Because I'm managing stuff now. Of course. You should go check out actor William Sanderson on Facebook and also on Instagram. Just Google it, you'll be fine. Who is William Sanderson? Well, William Sanderson, if you ever saw New Heart, he was Larry with his brother Daryl and his other brother Daryl. He was also a mm-hmm. uh, sheriff on uh, True Blood, and he was the mayor on Deadwood, which there is officially a Deadwood movie that yes! going to start filming in October. <laughs> um, and, and he was Jeff, um, JF, JF Sebastian? He, JB yeah, Sebastian? JB Sebastian, Blade Runner, and Umpteen. He was in Rocketeer. He's he's worked with everybody. Everybody. He's he worked with everybody. Everybody. All everybody. right. Okay. And we'll be filming with him soon. So nice. awesome. we'll have that up on Tin Can Media soon. Will it be a snuff film? No. Okay. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It'll so be the, a sniff film. A sniff. <laughs> Scratch and sniff film. Yes. <laughs> So the way that we My end ass this, smells like raspberries. So the way that we end this more quickly than we have been for the rest of the episode, we go around the table and we make toast. So I'm going to start with Big John and go this way. Big John, what are you drinking and what is your toast to? Well, at this point, I'm just drinking tequila rose straight from the bottle. Just because it's simpler that way. 
And it's actually pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. How fucked up will you get if you drink that whole bottle? Uh, you'll find out. I'm going to find out. All right, that's cool. And then we were... Are we doing to burn shit after this? Because I feel That's like burning. That's the idea. Yeah. To burning shit. 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 Woo! Not literally burning shit though. Don't yes, no. Yeah. Toast over the mind. No one's burning my cork. He called the shit poo. <laughs> I've become very attached to this cork. All right, and, and I already done. Are you a cork to soul cork? The toast I'm because I'm not supposed to ask source. this time. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I'm just completely awkward hosting tonight. It's all good. Yes. So anyway, chill. I would like to be cheesy and make a toast to D and Nick for coming all the way out here. Like it's obvious that we should toast to you guys because you're coming out of your way and it's it's wonderful. I was actually promised free bagels. That's the only reason I came. I can take you to food once I actually have bagels in my fridge. You can pick up free bagels at the Walmart on your way home for whatever bagels cost. Yes. Look, bagels are called (laughs) business donuts. So, so if I, oh, that's beautiful. They're free. You just have to pay for them. (laughs) So if I tell Big John said I get free bagels, I can just punch my cash. No, we said the cost of whatever they cost. Yeah, you just have to pay for them. They're free. Well, in my mind, it costs you. So that's anyway. I red box fucking bagels. Okay. <laughs> okay. Curtis, what would you like to make a toast to? Um, you did it for me. I was gonna toast to them. Aww. Your weird third nipple. To my weird third nipple. <laughs> weird third, third nipple. Third nipple. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that back up. And Mason, what are you toasting? You're welcome. Just life in general. Like I like have been down this past week, and I hate being a depressive piece of Why shit. Why would you want to toast life if you've been down? Because fuck it, life is beautiful. Fuck it, life is beautiful. Fuck it, life is beautiful. To to 6 a.m. because that's their song. Yes. (laughs) Dee, what would you like to make toast to? Uh, Getting really drunk as soon as I get home. Yeah. As soon as the designated driver gets home. Yes. The real designated driver. Yes. The real driver. The the DD. Actually, I actually I want to for your happy ass. So uh, I'm drinking. And last but not least, Nick, Queen what would you like to make a t- toast to? I just get toast to the people who are going to save us, millennials. Here's to millennials. Toast millennials. Oh, even though we don't like labels, Woo. we have <laughs> we have fucked up this earth. Good luck. Woo. Woo. All right, Mars. I'm going to the The Alex challenge flavors camp. Yeah, God knows we're not going to make it better. I'm going to go to Yellowstone and wait for the boom. That's what we got to do. With right. my gay frogs. An audience. One of them might be a prince or a queen. Here's a toast. <laughs> yeah. Yay, audience. Cheers. Toast over the mic, everybody. No. No, don't do it. That's a bad idea. <laughs> now let's go to the kitchen and make toast. Finally, that's all we have for now. Thanks for chiming in if you did, and a special thanks if you made it this far. And again, thank you, Nick and Dee, for coming to hang out with us. We really had an amazing time. If you have any feedback or would like to make a toast, feel free to email us at designateddriverpod at gmail.com or tweet us at ddpodnox, as in short for Knoxville. Our theme song is Blood Alcohol by We Assure Dedicated, and we'll catch you next time. A is for alcohol and B is for the burning embers of my soul ejaculated premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol. B is for the blood you show. And C is for the cold stare I give you. Mother Nature up in this bitch.
like pee breaks while I'm drinking. That's because okay. I've got a 47 year old prostate. <laughs> so let me just put that on the fucking table right now. 49. No, do not put your prostate <laughs> oh, no. on the table. Your prostate no. does not go on the table. 